When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, talkers. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. Start of the week, Monday here, 4 o'clock. It's been a good first hour. We've got two more hours ahead with the one and only Lori and Julia. And we're going to get to something kind of serious right here in this one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this was just as a notable uh, life. and Totally. Totally. Dorothy Pittman Hughes, a black feminist, co-founder of Ms. Magazine with Gloria Steinem, and community active activist, died earlier this month at the age of 84 and you and I, she she opened and organized the first um, shelter for battered women yes. in New York City. Yes. And we got to know Dorothy Pittman. He was by going to see Gloria, A Life, The Play. At the History Center, which was phenomenal. 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 And the actress. Anyway, yep. this is CBS Morning uh, remembered uh, Dorothy Pittman Hughes. And she's just a true, true trailblazer. People also might recognize her there's a famous photo of her and gloria steinem like 1974 doing the black power salute Mm -hmm. and they're it's a black and white photo and they're just you know it's it's iconic but we'll we'll let the cbs morning show give us the report to black feminists and community activists dorothy pittman hughes we just learned that she died earlier this month at the age of 84 hughes organized new york city's first shelter for battered women In the late 1960s, she established a community center that helped countless families with daycare and job training. There, she met fellow feminist Gloria Steinem, who was writing about a story on the center. Hughes often spoke passionately about the disparities that affected not only black women, but all women. Take a listen. And I get the questions, you know, don't you think that we should be uh, spending our time in the black movement rather than the women's movement? Now, how can you separate that? I mean, if we're moving for liberation, we have to be moving for liberation of a total person. You can't liberate half a race. You can't liberate half a people. And we are a nation of people. Right on, right on. Hughes and Steinem formed a powerful friendship captured in this famous photo from 1971, showing them raising their fists in the Black Power salute. The original image now lives in the National Portrait Gallery in Washington, and Gloria Steinem released a statement, and in part it said this, which I think is beautiful. She said she will be missed, but if we keep telling her story, she will keep inspiring us all. She and Gloria look so good in that picture. I love that photo. It's one of the most famous pictures. And it was in the late 60s that Dorothy um, set up her 80th Street Community Center, and she wanted to um, provide care, a children's care. Yes, yes. So she'd already done the Battered Women's Mm -hmm. Center. And Gloria Steinem was a journalist for New York Magazine and going to interview the woman who started this. And that's when they had the idea 
that they needed to have a magazine for women's for voices, women's voices mm-hmm. and they joined together. And that was the one thing that was disappointing. Well, there, I really loved that show, Mrs. America on Hulu. Um, and it's about Phyllis Shafley mm-hmm. and Gloria mm-hmm. Steinem. But Dorothy is not in Mrs. America. And, um, you know, Kate Blanchett was amazing as Phil Shafley and Rose Byrne was very good. Gloria Steinem. But we didn't know Dorothy. We, we knew her story more after we saw we Gloria saw, the play. I know it. And it was so good. You know what? But I remember when Ms. Magazine came to the house. Yeah. I mean, and um, it was just so different. Oh, yeah. It was I, just I, such I a different had time. I subscription to it. Yeah. And it, our moms, my mom was so involved in the movement. Mm-hmm. The Liberation Women's Lib. And if you saw the movie, uh, the 2020 movie called The Glorias, Janelle yes. Monet plays Dorothy um, Pittman she, Hughes. She was a pioneer yeah, and an really amazing something. woman. And yeah. those are things well worth watching. Yeah. Because her story is so great. Yeah. I never saw the mm-hmm. two, the Glorias. And was it Julianne Moore played uh, Gloria Stein? And then Janelle yes, Monet. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Very good. And then Very good. Cher's mom died um, over the weekend. Sunday morning, Cher just tweeted, "Mom is gone" with a sad face emoji, and we knew yeah. we knew like three months ago. She told us her mom had been hospitalized with pneumonia, and, and Cher's mom, Georgia Holt, ninety six years yes. old, so a wonderful life. I still remember when. Just a few years ago. We saw them together. They were on Kelly Clarkson. Yes, her mom released some songs. Yes, I, like that's a, right. She that's released an right. album and they sang. Her mom was like 88 or something. Older than older that. Older than that. Maybe it, older. Yeah, because Kelly's show's only been on for like that's four true, years. That's yeah. true. So anyway. And she told she, us, Grant, um, Cher said the reason that she hadn't been vocal for a while online was because her mom was ill. Or her mom had been yeah. sick, and yeah, she ninety six is a good good life. long age. And she she let us know that she'd had uh, pneumonia. But I'm just like thinking of like Cher's connection with her fans is so personal that she's just mom's gone, you know. Mm. And um, she there were people that were attributing Georgia Holt. Um, she was an extra a few times on I Love Lucy. And there's a still of her like where she's a model and Ricky and Lucy are sitting at the table and she's just one of the models walking by. But she was she just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah so gorgeous. she was only 20 when she yeah. was born. And um, that's sad. so I, I said to my mom, geez, I, I hope I'm going to get to be 76 and you're going to still be around at like uh, my mom would be like 94. You, you guys in your young oh, yeah, and I don't older. have yeah. that. No, if I'm 70, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a chance. But my I mean, dad would be like, like not a right chance for me either. When your parents are young like that, you, you do have these stories where people are with their parents for Forever. a really long yeah. Forever. time. So I'm so glad Cher has her hot 36-year-old boyfriend, you know, know, for a shoulder to cry on. And, you know, uh, maybe she and Kathy Griffin will make up now. And repair their friendship because Kathy will reach out to her because she knows what it's like to lose your mom. mom. She lost her mom. She lost her mom, and it can't. I feel so sad for Kathy. Yeah, well, but maybe this will be the thing that she'll reach out to, you know, share because of that. So listen to me. Like, I know all these people. I still want William and Harry to get you to reach out to each other. Oh, I know. know. But but you're right. I think that would be a nice, that would be a nice blessing. Kathy, I feel like, 
Well, yeah. she's got health things. I know and her all voice. Of that, her voice. Shira has even told, let us know that she keeps her circle like small. Yes, yeah, she does. Of her mom. mom and she was and so she worried has COVID. asthma. Yeah, she has asthma, and also, yeah, her mom had like pneumonia. But she was in. Her mom was quite a character. It was Honky Tonk Woman was her mom's album. It was released in 2013. Was it that long ago? It was that long ago. It wasn't the Kelly Clarkson show. But she and her mom did show up on Kelly, and they promoted this same album again. Okay, because there's no way. I feel like that was... But her mom was just, yeah, it was kind of fun. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful woman. Yeah, you could see where Cher got those amazing cheekbones. Mm. Anyway... She said, uh, uh, Cher told people in 2013, I did a couple of things like running away when I was 11. I hopped a train with my friends. I was very adventurous, but never disrespectful. My mom would never put up with disrespect. Love that. Yeah, I know. it. So oh, Cher. anyway, Cher, we're thinking about you. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dorothy, Dorothy uh, Pittman Hughes, what a woman. Okay, listen, when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so we're just talking about um, Shira's mom, Georgiana. She was 96. Yeah, Georgia. Um, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I always felt like she was Georgiana or something. Yeah. Um, here's a story about George... Um, Let's see, George Dowling, and his wife of 70 years has recently died, and he loves Christmas, so the community's got together, and he gets 1,300 cards a year after the death of his wife. And you know how we're doing that um, um, joint venture with AARP, giftsforseniors.org, if you want more information, Mm -hmm. or you can drop off an unwrapped gift at the um, AARP Visitor Center at Mall of America. It's a time of year. There's some people, and especially if people are coming out of the COVID where they really did not see friends and family and you had to have your meals in your room. Yeah. If you have time to reach out to some seniors in your community, it's it's so well received. But this guy gets, you know, he just gets so many damn cards, 1,300 nice. cards. I mean, I just think that's yeah. sweet. I'll never forget when a friend of ours was turning a certain number, and I can't even remember which one it was. But you, I think, started a campaign to send her um, birthday cards from all over. Oh, yes. PBS. Yes, yes. yes. And I just thought that was just such a fun idea. Yeah, um, it was. And just how meaningful that is. Yeah. I, I just kind of love that. Um, Gwen Stefani is getting into, um, it seems late, and it seems like a natural for her to get into a beauty line. Because she was talked about this. She's so behind. She's so behind. But she is, she's doing it GXVE beauty line and um she didn't get support from her dad everyone just kept saying don't do it just go sail away with blake to oklahoma go make out <laughs> with- you sail away to oklahoma I know. from that's california what, that's yeah. it that's the that's the quote yeah. and make out with blake don't work anymore um but she just says i grew up i my mom had so much mary Kay stash and i love playing in the makeup mm-hmm. so anyway right, she's well, gonna be luck. doing it she says it's scary but the age you are supposed to be, if you want to start your own business, the perfect age is 46. Yeah. So if people are thinking, surely it's too late. No, it's not. Yeah. You can still do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So 59 years ago today in 1963, you know, JFK was shot. Oh my gosh. And in November. In November. In November. In November. Okay. But they came out with a memorial album. 
And it became the fastest selling record of all time, selling 4 million copies in just six days. Wow. And on side one, it was it was a memorial, el- I mean, an album, because that's how we would listen. Uh-huh. His oath of office, his campaign speech, his um, first Nixon-Kennedy debate, unedited, his inaugural oh address. Oh, my gosh. And then on side two, it was, um, I just thought this was, was interesting. Um U.S. steel price Very. increases, Cuban Missile Crisis TV speech. So, like, all of his highlights Civil rights, of his, yes. Where the, where's awesome. the music? Yeah. There, this was not a music album. It was just, it was it a compilation. with My Nice Have Seen the Glory, that uh, song? No. Nuclear Test Bantry. It was all of his highlights. It was a highlight oh reel because we didn't, you know, you didn't have streaming, you didn't have internet, yeah. and people wanted this compilation in cool. one place. So, the fastest selling record of all time. Wow. So I just thought I I never even knew about it. No, I, thought, it wasn't. I, I needed to know a little more. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I told you guys too much. But anyway, no, that was perfect. My parents were Democrats, but I think when he died, I mean, my dad might have had like two stripes. And what does that mean? No money. Oh, no to money. Buy, oh, I'm trying no to figure, money. I'm like, no I money. Couldn't, no money. Maybe a little money for rock and roll, but devastated. definitely no money for that. Oh, right. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Um, if you are, um, let's see, what do we have here? What do we have here? Okay, this is gross. Okay, it's in the gross category, and it has to do with bowels. Oh, but literally, Julia. literally, literally, I know it. But I'm this is tell you a poopy story it, right now. It's it's Georgia Tech has come up with something that they really think it's going to help um, track unhealthy community. You know how they're measuring yes, our stuff right now? Measure wastewater right? for COVID. For COVID, yes. they True. are. Um, the a team at Georgia Tech came up with a device. It's a toilet device that t- can diagnose your health issues. And they did a presentation last week, and I thought this was kind of funny, at the Acous- Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting in Nashville. Oh, you're reading my journal. <laughs> <laughs> the Acoustical Society of America's annual meeting. Oh, come on. And it's the diarrhea te- detector, and it uses AI, and it's going to help people in areas with a lot of chloria. Am I pronouncing cholera? Cholera. I cholera. always put cholera. Remember that book, Life yeah. and Time of Cholera. Yeah, you and still I always need to get it. vaccinated for cholera. Cholera. A lot of countries. Yes, mm-hmm. and so doctors can detect an early outbreak, and they said mm-hmm. this is revolutionary. Well, good. Okay, that's I that's, know that's very that's good. I know, and I'm not going to even get into the level of detail that they provided and it's way more yeah but i'm not gonna tell <laughs> Julia, you we've all taken biology and looked under a microscope everything is an amoeba it, it really <laughs> but there this is everything based, is an amoeba this is based on just, the tone of the plop right i know but i'm just saying i couldn't help myself yeah. okay 31 years ago that is something we can't unhear uh-uh, no, in not. 1991 richard gear married cindy crawford oh, oh. they yeah, divorced Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Worst, four years later. Yeah, I was going to say, it was like two and a half. Four. Or four yeah. She later admitted that she pressured him to, to get married. Oh, really? That, that would be an interesting... They seem like they... They were beautiful. They were beautiful at the same see, time. They ended after four years because then they realized that eh, they didn't even really like each other or have anything in common. You know, the yeah. sexual, the sexual tension had burned out. It had burned out, and uh, because you know, better have a good bond if that goes. Yeah, oh, right. You know right, it. Right. You know it. Okay, Beyonce on her latest. Um, She's got, she's coming in. I, I hope you're not uh, get very enough random to go into some other kind of area. All right. Of well, news. apparently I'm not. Okay. I'm going to go back, but Brad Pitt sold 60% stake in his plan B last week. That came out. And because he is getting sued right and left. He is so, he's got legal problems up the wazoo because he's getting sued by the owner who he owns Miravelle with. Oh, that. that. He's not getting sued right and left. He's getting sued for that case. Well, no, then he and Angelina still go back and forth. They still okay. got all their divorce. Okay. They're not done with all oh, of that. Oh, they're never going to be done. They are never going to be done. Right. They are never going to be done. But what I read a little bit further yeah. into this article is Reese Witherspoon. Did we know that she sold her Hello Sunshine company for $900 million yes, last year? Yes, we did year? know that. We I can't remem- that. remember yes, that. Yes, we did LeBron know that. James sold his company. Mm-hmm. Um lot of money, but Brad Pitt only got five hundred million. Mm-hmm. So for part but of Plan he, B, he, he needed that big cash. Only five hundred million. That's a half a billion. I Julia. know, but I mean, only that's Reese like Wither- so much money. Reese Witherspoon got nine hundred. Wow. Yeah, yeah, good for her. Yeah, that's a few money. You don't have <laughs> the ability to sell the whole thing. You don't get as much because Brad owns Plan B with but other his people. Died. That doesn't matter. Other partners yeah. were in it. If, yeah. if your partner died, I've had a situation where a friend, my friend, his father passed, and he was forty nine percent of the of, and the other guy was fifty one, and the other guy would not allow his wife to take over that. They forced his partner yeah. oh, forced yeah. him to sell the company. I don't know how many people are involved in Plan B. I know initially it was Brad Gray, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. And there might have been a couple other people, and Brad got to keep Plan B in the divorce from Jennifer. Yes, yes he did. And she got to keep the house in Beverly Hills. Yes, yes. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how many people, but it's Green Monday. It's one of the busiest. What does that mean? It, I'm just telling you, it's one of the busiest, most lucrative shopping days for oh. retailers today oh. of the year. The greenbacks are uh-huh. flowing. Is I that love what it. Uh-huh. This is the day. Well, we we're not shopping. so much time left for there. Don't panic yet, people. Oh There's no, so not even at time. all. Coming from the one who has all of her shopping done. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's still. Last year I didn't have anything done at this time, and I was so calm. Yeah, yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. That is a perfect song oh, to be playing right now because we're going to talk about uh, Emily in Paris. Our Lily Collins has been making the rounds and. Um, one time in my life, I got to be in Paris the second week in December. And is it magical there? Oh. Is it better than New York? Well, it's well, different. Yes, yes. yes Paris, because is, Paris. Paris is always better than New York. But I mean, you can't compare the two. But yes, the, they, they, 
the shops put out the, you know, the evergreen and the lights. And I mean, it's just so, so pretty. But there is something about, I'm sure London is beautiful. There's something about a big major city and how they decorate for the holidays. And so Lily Collins was on uh, with Good Morning America. She was later on with the ladies on The View. And she talked about how um, so many young people were opening up to her in social media that she felt like, she became very open and honest about different personal struggles that she's had. And she's really helped a lot of people because people love Emily and Paris, oh. us including. But it really strikes a chord with, you know, young, younger oh, people. And there's just, I don't know. We love it. I I don't want to watch it until like the holiday break because it's just so delicious. Well, it doesn't come out. It's coming Tour out. season is over. It comes out December 21st. Oh, it doesn't come out to the net. For some reason, I was thinking nope. sooner. All right. People yeah. want to do their interviews this week, Julia, yes, not they next do. week. So here's here's uh, Emily. Which one do you want to play first, Grant? Does it matter? I don't care. Let's go with uh, she's a lot more courageous with her fashion. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the fashion because it is just a joy to watch what you all will wear each episode. Um, but has have they ever presented, and I had the pleasure of meeting your team, have they ever presented something where you were like, okay, even the, even I, who am courageous, says maybe... Emily has made me a lot more courageous with fashion, I will say. Uh, Marilyn Fatusi, our costume designer, is a genius and a magician, and she always presents these amazing collaborative looks. And sometimes, yes, I will admit, I go... Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> um, but but I'm gonna try that's it. Like I've learned a lot. To tr- I've learned to try it. But you know what? If we're gonna go to the lavender fields, I'll be in head to toe lavender. Why not? Um, and that was one of the looks this season that I was really excited about. But I also was like, is it too on the nose? And then I thought, oh, yeah, no, I'm playing Emily. Of oh, course it's it. not. But it was it was amazing in the overall look of the show. You need to have looks stand out, yeah. and yeah. because the production design is so wonderful as well, and Paris alone is a character mm. that just like screams um you need to like have those fashion moments and there's these incredible shapes and whimsical colors this season that we get to amp up and we're oh. so happy and they showed a still of her in the south of france when the lavenders lavender fields are blooming oh. which is like maybe the end of august something like that yes. and she's in this lavender tool Looks like a John Batista Valley, like what uh, Lizzo wore to oh, the American. It just was like voluminous. And, and uh, you know, I was like, where's Lucas Bravo? When is he going to start making the rounds? But I don't know, you know, if they just, they don't want him to talk as much. I, I don't know what's going on because we met someone new, Elfie, last season. Yes. And I don't know what is happening. I think she's got a situationship happening. I think you're right about that. Which young people are all for now. I'm going to tell you about that in um, Sex Monday. We used to think a situationship was just like someone on the bench that was like a... Uh, you know, a, a backup plan. Yeah, right. a backup plan. But now people are actively looking for situationships mm. before they decide if they want to make it into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think Emily is in a situationship. I think she is too with the chef and this other guy. But Lucas Bravo, God, he is handsome. He and is. A, but- oh, here we have one yeah, more okay. cut. All I could think about was Amy Robach would be doing this interview. Yeah, and Good Morning America. I Sam Champion. I saw it. Sam, who's gotten his face whittled to... <laughs> He's got cheeky imprints. Uh, he sure does. Uh, that's it but it from. was Lara and yeah. Sam Champion. Uh-huh. This would have been TJ and Amy yep. uh, doing this. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Okay, here's here's uh, Lily talking about 
cutting her bangs and maybe not telling the show about it until she Ooh, did it in real life. Okay. <laughs> I need to ask a very important question <laughs> about the trailer. This, I mean, really and truly, because it made it, made it seem Sam. like it was a, Emily's cry for help when she trimmed, I can't even say it, when she tripped. Cut oh, the bangs. when she cuts her bangs. So, yes. I mean, how can the show make this, first of all, like a cry for help, number one, which panicked me because I'm like, is something wrong? Sometimes people right? cut bangs and everything's fine. Women change their lives, they change their hair. Everything's fine. Um, no, you know, it was actually a life choice that, that I chose last year when I was promoting season two. I've always wanted them, but it takes a lot to, like, yeah. take yeah. the plunge. And I cut them, and then I wanted to keep them. And Darren and one of our directors, Andy Fleming were like, are you thinking about keeping them season three? And I was like, please, I feel like Emily needs a bit of a French shift. Mm -hmm. And we, we kept them. And then we worked it into the storyline that right off the get-go, like, she just cuts them, but yeah. she drunkenly cuts them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, slightly different than how I did it. Um, and you do, that's good, that's good. And, so and you do see a lot of French women with bangs mm -hmm. she looks great you know that is uh, that is definitely that's a thing definitely definitely you know a french girl look it's so weird um, that she's phil collins daughter i know she's just so charming so and wow. perfectly Beautiful. cast in this role yeah she is perfect perfectly cast in this role um <laughs> did you see of course you did snl was epic oh, epic uh <laughs> Steve Martin and Martin Short uh, oh, yeah. bringing back their iconic characters from Father of the Bride with a surprise <laughs> appearance from Karen Culkin and Selena. Yes. Brandy Carlisle, their she cold was open. They're, they're, they their were monologue. Was, and then and then tucked away, we hadn't heard this. They're like, next week, Austin Butler with uh -huh. musical guest Lizzo. And I'm yeah. like, what? It was supposed to be the yeah, yeah, yeahs, but the lead guy got COVID or something. Yep. So Lizzo's a fill-in. Mm -hmm. Oh, I yeah. love it. And Austin Butler, oh. But they oh, have a... This he's is, on the Oscar march. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he is. But <laughs> this... Those two are just, it makes you remember when... The good old days, I hate to say that. They're just I mean, funny. They're the skit where he was Ebenezer Scrooge oh. and throwing gold coins oh. and gouging people's that eyes was so out. Funny. That was so funny. hysterical. Awesome. It was so real. It should have been wrong, but it wasn't. It no. was just so funny. Those guys... And then when he was the elf on his knees, oh, yeah, that was, and he stood up. Then oh my God. I, it was, it's, it's so worth it. I thought the entire show, show, the weekend update, everything was really, really good. Yeah, it, it, it was, was super. Oh, and the weekend update, oh my gosh, that was a funny show. It was. Yeah, it was. I for some reason I thought this was the last SNL. No, 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 no. Yeah. Nope. Um, we can't. We're not going to give away White Lotus, but let's just say Julia, epic. Epic, I, epic I got finale. Text. Are Bam. you watching the finale tonight? What are you doing for the finale? And I'm like, I'm not watching the show. I couldn't stand it after one, but now I have to go back. Now you'll be I behind just, the zeitgeist. You got it's like it. watching Game of Thrones three years after it aired. <laughs> I did. Or after it ended. I have done that too. Well, let's just say. Um, did it deliver? Were you it happy? delivered. Go beyond. Do <laughs> you think the season was better than the first? The gays, they're trying to murder me. <laughs> um, I would say uh, the first one was better because... Uh, we hadn't seen anything It's so like unique, it. so, okay. so fresh. Right. But I, I, I have to say, they definitely... The first half was a little bit slow, but about halfway so. through, they took a 180 yeah. and 
Bam, right yeah, back on track. I mean, you know, Julia, My you, ADD, your ADD, I because I for me, it. even the slowness was offset by the fact that it was in Sicily. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So for me, I'm always uh, like, a, I'm, I'm just a hoe for these travel vistas. <laughs> it's why I think I love any show that's filmed in Paris, too, for that reason. That's why we right. love Lupin. And oh. Call my agent, Emily, in Paris. There is something satisfying about a show that will take you away. Remember and Call My... Call my agent. We got to go to the Cannes Film Festival. That I was wish amazing. that I wish I'd watch that again. I, you know what? I almost in Lupin. I so good. That should be coming back. Oh, in January maybe. I love that show. And Harry and Meghan, the first three. I, I, I only loved saw it. one. It's a huge hit in twenty four hours. You guys, really? two point four million views. Two point four. I watched the whole. Th- I loved it. Yeah, you liked it. Good. Yeah, I loved it. It it uh, is double what the Crown does. Oh wow! And its first. Hour? It was good. Two point three, three. It's three, three one-hour episode, episodes. Three one-hour episodes. But in its first release, what, the first hour of its release, you said it had 2. 24 f- hours, it had 2.4 million. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really a lot. <laughs> wow. And, and uh, when you, here's hours. one thing that I just took away from it, um, is how disruptive the media was in getting her family involved, her stepsister that she mm-hmm. never grew up with. She was actually very close with her half sister's daughter, they reconnected later mm-hmm. in life, and they would travel together. Mm-hmm. And the palace said, "Don't invite the daughter because there's too much drama around this right, family." Right. And how disruptive! And that family was so disruptive and had such a voice because of the British media. Right. And how it ruined so many things. And I kept thinking, she she's going in there already being the outsider, already being all this, and then they. The British media is stirring the pot so much with her dad and her half-sister that she hasn't talked to her seen in her life, and it ruined her relationship with the half-sister's daughter. Yeah. And it was just, it's so right. disruptive, and you can't imagine her embarrassment. Like, my dad, I mean, and they just... And they knew ex- that it was the Royal Rota machine feeding yeah, it, it, and then it we're going to find out that so much of it... I don't understand. ...comes from Kensington Palace, yeah. which is William... Yeah, I just don't understand that whole thing over there. But basically, they said our deal—the deal is because we're royals and we're not—we don't—we're funded by the taxpayer. The media, the media feels like we're theirs. Yeah, and that's the deal. That's the trade-off. Yeah, and so I just thought it was eye-opening because I just was thinking how delighted and excited we were for that wedding. We came into work. We, and we were excited we, for them as a couple. So and delighted and excited, but how many little nuggets burned, right? How high your anxiety must have been because it was just another, 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 and it was the media paying her parts of her family yes. that she wasn't... In, right. It was really... It's foul. It's, it's really, very foul and very that perverted. That just struck me, and it's I really—it's along the lines of uh, tapping phones, yeah, which they've done. I mean, it's, it's really foul, and yet we, you know, I just—I have a different perspective. I—I I don't need to always know everything about them, but yeah. I actually—I just had such empathy for her as a bride and having her horrible half sister be so mean and doesn't yeah. even talk to her and make up crap, and it did a very good job of laying the groundwork that Megan was a horrible person all the way around and has split up the family. Yeah, it made it easier to sell that part of the really story did. instead of like, it was so, no, it, it really, yeah, it really is. It's, it was hard. 
It was hard. Yeah. But I just think, wow. Yeah. All right. It's this, so good, Lori. I can't. Yeah, I can't no. believe I binged that. And you well, I know it, Julia. I'm missing the zeitgeist. She I was, was going at, out. Yeah, you I were at uh, the, where were you at? The, what was this? She was everywhere. everywhere. She was dancing. She was partying. Yeah. She was having fun. I wasn't on my TV How watching. You? How dare you go out and do something, <laughs> Julia? Jeez. I hope you don't. So get the, I hope you don't get the white lotus spoiled for you. I don't know how people are going to get away. It doesn't matter. I knew with the first episode someone died. Yeah, but so, you know who it no, is now. Okay. I don't. Okay, good. Because good I don't luck. have enough. I don't know the characters. Yeah, okay. At all. So it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. There right, you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. All right. Okay. We've Mar- Hollywood spoke since the show yeah. started. Well, Marin Morris uh, has some thoughts. She watched. Uh, she was one of the 2.4 million people who watched uh, Harry and Meghan in the first 24 hours. She said, "People are saying a woman should never take a man away from his family. Um, have you seen his family?" Yeah, yep. true. Well, and then she goes on to say, you know, she watches The Crown and she's slightly obsessed with all this stuff. But she said, I can only speak as an American who's fascinated with this stuff. But people have been annoyed by a particular person in the royal family for centuries. So now we're getting all of this feels like very pointed at one woman as it almost always has in the royal family history. Mm-hmm. And then she's like... You know, Edward couldn't marry Wallace Simpson because mm-hmm. she was married. Margaret couldn't marry the true love of right. her life. Her, we see that. I don't so, think it'd be fun to be a royal at all. At all. At all. I think it would be horrible. And then she said the profound hatred and mm-hmm. annoyance at Meghan Markle, specifically coming from, and mostly coming from women, it's unfathomable to me. It, I, it is kind of unbelievable. Well, when you think about it's your wedding week, week, and then all they just the press just kept stirring the pot, stirring this pot, stirring this pot, finding. Remember the brother came out, the half brother. Oh yeah. Came, I mean, like the dad. I mean, that ruined that relationship. Forever. And it and just, we had hope because like they really their love and radiance showed through, and it was such a beautifully planned. But it really wasn't, Lori. It's one of the interesting really? things. Do you remember? But, but do you remember? I guess I'm I'm falling into the spectacle. I think no. of that children's choir. Okay, well, the, and, the wedding was. But I'm I'm talking about like when they announced their engagement. If you can see where they went out and stood and how many photographers are just standing there. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to wear. She No one told her. There's not like a booklet how to be a royal. Yeah, no, that racist old lady royal was the one who was sent to teach Megan the ropes. That Susan Hussey, the one who... Just yeah. got, had to leave the thing. So it's it really and she, she's like, OK, so here I am. I'm going out there to the mm, masses and yeah. I don't even know. Do I look OK? Yeah. You know, and she said she always wore taupe or white or something because the queen wore the bright colors and she didn't want to take away any attention. Probably you know? someone told her that. Yeah, too, maybe. I think so. But it, it was just it, it even well, though it I seems like when it, Harry had to write a letter begging for the racist attacks on Megan to stop after just like two months of dating. Yeah. And if you're like me, I was so sick of these two. And yeah. I really, I, you know, take them or leave them, whatever it is. There is an, a compelling, their story's compelling. Yeah. And it's sad mm-hmm. in a way because mm-hmm. it destroyed a relationship. But it's the media, how the media gets in it. And yeah. over there, they just, mm-hmm. they go balls to the wall. Yeah. Blows you away. It's it's something called the Royal Rota. Google it, people. Okay, now here's uh, 
ABC News. I'm just going to give mm. Escandalo. Uh, yes, we haven't 10. talked about it. Episode um, 10. Episode 10, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach were not interviewing Lily Collins or any of the other people, but they are, uh, the, Kim Godwin put out a, uh, a letter that TMZ and Page Six both got a copy of. Amy and TJ will remain off air pending the completion of an internal review, and there will be mm-hmm. a rotation of anchors at GMA for the time being. Um. She thanked employees for staying focused amongst the quote unquote distracting media coverage mm-hmm. of the affair. It's my hope we'll continue to focus on what we do best. I'm proud of you all, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, over mm-hmm. the weekend, it came out that her, uh, Amy's co star in 2020, David Muir, who does the mm-hmm. news, is uh, they're so pissed at what her name might be bringing to her journalistic credibility right. by all of this. They don't want to, they're getting called. They're all getting, you know, their ah. agents are, they're just like, so people are not happy with the upset that it's made. Yeah. And then this affected everybody else's life. The yeah. other team, but the ratings on GMA three. Yeah. And you and I were part of this 11% increase. Yeah. Went way up. But then it but then it went right back to the regular thing. Because we don't want to watch we were those just other people. Lose. Yeah. 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 I don't want to watch the other people. I, I don't should care DVR about it so I can see if they're still saying GMA, what you need to know with TJ right. Holmes and Amy Robach. But uh they interviewed this guy who's a reputation management consultant. His okay. name is Eric Schiffer. It's a LA firm. And he said he said uh it's this is an extreme career chant challenge. For both of them at a time in which they were on dopamine cloud nine because they were doing their dream jobs and also canoodling. And then to have that flip, this is going to create severe rifts and challenges. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So he said. It's not so funny anymore because it may make them both lose their job. Yeah. And he said when you have a brand like Disney Mm -hmm. and he said that they're. They're, uh, he said the behavior that uh, they're investigating will result in a hail of fire from internal staffers that res- will result in Amy and TJ's careers being asphyxiated. I, I, I hope for hers, hers isn't, but he, I don't think, I don't see he has an out. Huh? Yeah, not till they're now, done. Did we there's tell- a, he said there's opportunity for them, but he said it's going to be rough before it gets better oh, and 100%. yeah they just stay on the down low and let their yep. managers and agents and see yep. if there's a way they can survive at gma but he was like uh it's a very um extreme career challenge it, I, I believe it and and do we let people know mm-hmm. that we're giving away janet jackson oh, I tickets know next you hour you that? guys yeah, that's he's very... coming in concert with luda mm-hmm. remember when we saw him at the steakhouse and we he was walking down the stairs grant and we were walking up the stairs and we're like luda we're at the top of our okay. game <laughs> <laughs> he just stared you know oh, like no what? he gave us a high he five or something did. he liked it it was funny He's oh. We were like, uh, it just came out unbidden, right. especially because Julia never stopped singing that song. No, I didn't. We, I, that I, summer that that, that was, was out, out, it was on my mind. And also, these tickets don't go on sale till this Friday at 10 a.m. And she's going to be at the Excel on Tuesday, March 30th. So us. we did this with Pink. Now we're doing it with I know it. I'm very excited. They know, yeah. they know who 
what radio station to come to give the good tickets That's to. Right. There you go. That's okay. right. Thank you, Brooke, or whoever makes this happen. <laughs> I know. I really or wherever, appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be waiting to hear the other shows talk about that. Oh, that Lori and Julia got the good tickets That's again. right. We did. I, I did hear another station was giving away Taylor Swift, though, and I thought, ooh. Oh, oh that's oh. a get. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't okay. be so high on our horse. All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.